Welcome to the Push Power to Power Show. Presented by Uraldi Media, a show where we interview entrepreneurs, business owners, startups, all the way to CEOs on their journey to success and what they learned along the way. The show is so informative, I just love it. Listen, my whole family loves it, man. Our goal is to power you up to the next level. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. The show starts with Jesus Ortiz right now. Let me go ahead and break it down. Below at the bottom, I thought I drowned. Surrounded by smiles, I had a friend. And we are live. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Man, I got my coffee ready. I just finished eating a little uh, pan de dulce. Uh, it was good. And I'm ready to get it started today. One of my friends is a small business owner, Mr. Chris L. Bryson Sr. But welcome, guys. Welcome to the Push Power to Power show. Another day, another day that we're here to serve you guys, to to hear us, you know, talk about not only about our businesses, but how we can help help each other out, how we can, excuse me, help you out, how you get an aha moment while me and him are, are talking and, excuse me, I'm interviewing. As I, I call it sometimes, you know, yes, we're doing the storytelling, but we interviewing each other. As I'm interviewing him, he can ask me any questions too. So that's not a problem. But take notes, man. Take notes. This is not only I'm just gonna listen and forget it. No, man. Whoever's watching this uh, live, thank you very much. And whoever watching it, um, replay number two, thank you very much for you two guys. So enjoy the show today. And um, like I said again, take notes. This is gonna be an amazing, amazing show. The guest I met him a while back. Mm, let me see. Uh, it was in a network marketing, a network meeting. Uh, network meeting when you go out there, you know, to the restaurants and you connect with other people. It's amazing. That's how I connected with him. And I know we miss, <laughs> I know he and I do miss going on the Wednesdays. Um, and soon, soon, soon we will back. We will go back to it again. And um, hey, but nevertheless, let me get him in here, Mr. Bryson, Mr. Chris. Hey, hey, Zeus, what's going on, brother? Good morning, brother. How you doing today? I can't complain. I'm up. I'm ready. Ready to go. Ready to make the most of my day. Uh, I'm up at the office this morning. Um, got to book a lot of appointments and um, um, got all kind of stuff going on in the background that nobody can see right now. It's great. But that's good, though. You're up. You're ready. I mean, nothing's going to stop you. I mean, it's a good thing that you've been home and spending time with your family. That's good. But you still, you know, you know what's your mindset? You know, you got to feed your family. You got to find and adapt to different ways. And that's what you're doing, man. And that's really good. Yeah, honestly, I, I haven't I haven't slowed down. I mean, it has been strictly work and home. But, you know, I'm I haven't been locked up for two months like some people, like my family. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess my wife would go to the grocery store or something. But um, for the most part, I, you know, I, I never, never skipped a beat. I mean, if it was 90 degrees, I was working all day and night. So, um, you know, it's, it's, I've been blessed and, you know, we survived Hurricane Hardy. I don't know if you know, but uh, we opened our our doors in 2017 um 
basically August. And then right, we got a good month running and, and, and Harvey shut us down for, you know, three months, the whole city shut down. And now here we are COVID-19 and we shut down for two months. And, you know, I, I, um, you know, I, I'm blessed. That's actually the reason I got into HVAC. Um, you know, it was, it was because I knew I, you know, I suffered in the recession in 09. I lost everything in 09. Um, you know, and I didn't, I didn't know how to deal with it. I, I just, I just kept swimming and I, I started thinking like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And um, I landed on HVAC because we're in Houston. And I said, you know what? No, I don't care what it is. Uh, in, in, in Houston, Texas, people are always going to need their air conditioning. And so that's ultimately what led me to this. And so far, knock on wood, I've been proven right twice in two once in a lifetime events. Right. I mean, I'm sick of once in a lifetime events in three years. That's that's pretty that's not good. <laughs> but uh no. but we're doing it, man. We're doing it big. That's good, man. As soon as this is over, I mean I've been going out too to the stores and you know, like you said, buying stuff and still doing stuff, but it's not the same when you're like, Hey man, I'm gonna go to Subway just because you wanted to go to Subway. Now you can't even do that. I just gotta go pick up my subway and come back home. Yeah, so like uh I've been keeping yeah. occupied too. I've been going out and working out outside because I tell people if you stay here and just wake up and do work, even though you're working at home, you still get a little crazy just being incarcerated. You know, I just mm -hmm. want to call it that, you know, at home. And then doing the same thing. I'm like, man, get out there, man. The sun is, you need the sun. You need yeah. to go out there. The sun has not the vitamins. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, getting out in the sun, I mean, you know, um you know luckily we got a pool in the backyard you know <laughs> we go in the backyard and, yeah. and hop in the pool and and uh, it was a little cold it wasn't quite pool time but it was just like i don't care how cold it is i gotta get out of this house you know indeed man so yeah tell us a little bit before you even got to be big approved before you even got to be on on here what was what were you doing before what were you working what were your your jobs until you decided you know oh man you know what this is not the way i really want to you know have a family for them but having just a job is not going to cut it um huh. damn i gotta i gotta think back um and not you know uh let's see so you know when i met my wife um it was back in probably 2002, 2003, something like that. And uh, I wasn't doing much, much good, you know. Um, I was young and, you know, full of myself. So, uh, but uh, then we had uh, my oldest daughter, who's about to turn 16. And um, when she was born, that's pretty much when I was like, okay. I got to get it together. So I went back to school and I, uh, I became a structural designer. And, um, so I was working in AutoCAD working for, you know, we were building uh, multifamily apartments, um, some concrete, some wood. Um, then I got into metal buildings. Um, I survived 08. I was still working through 08. Um, you know, with that. And, and at that time I, I thought I was on top of the world. I really did as an employee because 
honestly, I was making more money than I had ever made before, you know. Um, and uh, so, but then in 09, they, you know, they couldn't afford my salary anymore. Nobody was building anything. So, um, so that's when I lost everything. I, I mean, I lost, I lost it all. I lost the house. I lost the car. I lost everything. And uh, so I went back to school again uh, for HVAC in uh, 2010. And uh, by 2011, I was doing installs. Um, I wasn't I wasn't making much more. I was making I had a bag for a dollar more than my unemployment. And um, so I got it. He gave it to me because I told him, I said, man, come on, you got to pay me more in unemployment. <laughs> I said, I can sit on the couch and collect twelve dollars an hour. You know what I mean? So so he finally agreed to a dollar more. And then uh, I made a quick move to another company uh, for a three dollar pay raise. And uh, I was still doing installs, did that for about, I did installs for about a year. So, um, you know, uh, I was working in the, in the trenches, you know, basically. And, um, uh, I remember that year because it was like a record breaking heat wave in like 2011. And, um, it was like the hottest. And I remember my friends telling me, man, you're not going to make it. I can't believe you went into HVAC. Like you can't do it. You're not going to last three days out there in the heat. And I was like, y'all have no clue who I am. You know, you don't know that I was in the military. You don't know that I dug trenches. You don't know that I slept in them. You have no clue like what I'm capable of doing. And so I proved everybody wrong. You know, uh, I, I think, um, you know, the first guy that I worked for, I had to beg him for, for a dollar. He told me I should consider a new career when I left. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was that bad. And um, so I went to work for this other guy as an installer uh, for about six months. And then I got into a service vehicle uh, where I, I was no longer doing installs. I was doing service. And uh, so I started doing service. And I think that first month that they put me in a van, I, I outperformed like their top guy by like twenty or thirty thousand dollars that month. Um, you know, I think I did. I think I did like. $95,000 in the month of April in like 2012. And they were like, holy crap. Like, what is this guy doing? Is he, is he lying to people? Is he, is he, what, I mean, how is he doing this? And it really was just, I have a natural knack for, for connecting with the customer, explaining everything in a way that they can understand. And, and I'm, I'm likable and trustable, you know, and, and, and I don't, I shoot straight. I don't tell you no lies. I'll tell you exactly what you need to know to make an informed decision. So after that, it just took off, man. Uh, you know, um, I, I really just grew, grew, grew till I was the number one guy. And it got to the point where it didn't matter where I went. I was the number one guy. I went up to Dallas Fort Worth for like three months and I killed it. You know, and they all told me they were like, oh, Chris, you dress too nice. You know, out here, they like good old boys who were dirty and you know, work for a living and you look like a sales. I'm like, I'm not a sales guy, man. I don't mind getting my hands dirty, but I can still look presentable when I come into someone's house. And, and, and so, you know, they were telling me, oh, you're not going to make it out here, blah, blah. And, and I went out there, man, I killed it. I think in three months I made like myself, I made like $30,000 in three months. And, and that was in a new territory I had never been in before. And so, um, uh, I, I decided not to stay in DFW. 
I said, you know, I didn't want to move my family out there. I wanted to stay home. So uh, I came back here. I worked for about one more year. And then um, I tried to get into management. I did some small management roles. Um, I had a group of about six or seven guys that I trained once a week. And um, when I was training them, I trained them for a year that almost pretty much the whole year I had that role. And uh, I watched some of the guys triple their revenue. Um, just, I mean, just their growth was exponential. And, um, you know, I asked them like, Hey man, you know, how do you think you did that? How do you think you, you, uh, were able to triple your revenue compared to last year? And they said, man, I just been listening to you and taking your advice and, you know, applying it and kind of making it my own. Cause that's what I would tell them. I'm like, Hey, you can't be me. You can you can follow the same rules that I follow, but you're not going to be me. It has to be you. You know, it has to be genuine. You know, you have to be be real. And and they applied it. And man, the the numbers came and they started making more money than they had ever made before. So I was trying to get a management job in San Antonio for this company. This was a corporate company. It was my first corporate company. I'd, I'd always worked for small business. And uh, this the last year of an of it as a, as an employee i worked for a corporation that was nationwide you know things like that i won't advertise their business on here but um so i tried to take a job in san antonio uh as a sales manager and um they interviewed me i met the ceo blah 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 did all that and then they passed me up and they hired some guy that had no background in heating and air conditioning. I couldn't believe it. And uh, so they said, hey, Chris, you know, we're opening this third third location in Houston and the sales manager at this location is going to move over there. And you could probably take this sales manager position here, but we need you to go into 100% sales before you can qualify for that position. And I was like, well, I already do sales, right? I mean, I I'm a technician and I sell. I, I don't have a problem. I know the whole process. I'm one of the best at it. And I could teach other people how to do it. And I said, OK, fine. Well, I'll, I'll take the bait. Right. I'll go 100 percent sales. I think it's stupid. I don't think we should have 100 percent sales. I think, you know, a selling technician is the best way to go. But that's my opinion. Right. So I did it the next day when I reported to the sales group. They had hired 12 sales guys. So they flooded the market for sales. I drove around town. I probably worked 55 hours that week driving and I made zero dollars, none. There were no sales leads. They wanted me to follow technicians who were on what they called opportunity calls. And they wanted me to go in there and sell something. And I was like, that's not how this is done. You know, this is the technician's job, right? It's not, I walked in there and they were like, we didn't ask for a sales guy. So I made no money. My last check was zero. And I said, I quit. I'm opening my own business. My friends and family had been telling me I was, you know, probably three years they had been telling me I needed to open my own business. They're like, man, you're killing it. You need to do this for yourself. Stop making everybody else rich, you know? And I'm like, well, I need to learn this and I need to learn that. And, you know, when I open up, I, I don't want to have 
you know, <clears throat> I don't want to make no mistakes, but the truth is we're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to make mistakes. You know, we can't allow that fear to control us. Right. So no matter what, you know, if, if there's something you're passionate about, something you're good at. Take the leap, man. Take it. It's worth it. I promise you. I promise you it's worth it because no matter what it, I, you know, I have this whole vision of where my business is going, what I'm going to do. I'm going to franchise. I got all these ideas, right? I don't care if I don't achieve a single one of those goals. What I can promise you and everyone watching this show is that I personally, unless someone strips me of my license, which knock on wood, I hope that never happens. I've, I try to practice, you know, good, good service. Right. But if that would be the only way I would ever go back to work for someone, I don't care if I stay small as I am right now. I, I won't go back to work for no one else. I, I, I enjoy the freedom. Um, I like making the rules. You know, I like being the face of the company, all that. So that's where we at, man. Man, that's awesome, dude. That's always good, you know. It's good for, for you know, the viewers right now that they're watching and they're and there's people that, are, you know, barely they're at home and they're like, man, you know what? I want to open my business, you know. Um, this with COVID-19, they're like, man, I don't really want to go back to work. And, and they have so many questions. But this is a time where either you learn something new, a new skill or a skill that you already had. Like you said, yeah, push it. You know what? Who cares? You know what? You're going to make mistakes. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. You said something that touched the nerve. You said the word skill. And we talked about a lot about my timeline, right? Well, when my daughter was born, I had no skill. Literally, well, I had skills, just not legal ones. <laughs> and, you know, and, and so, you know, I was, you know, I knew I wasn't going to elevate my life making the same choices I was making, right? I, I mean, and if anything, my life was going to continue to go down, not up, right? So, hold on. How about that? Anyways, um, so so I had to I had to do what? I had to find a skill. My only skill was was working a cash register, really, or selling things. But I needed to sell. I was, in fact, I was selling cars for a little bit, and I really enjoyed that. I, I'm not gonna lie, I, I enjoyed selling cars, but it was too up and down. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't get it to, to stay consistent. You know, I'd have a good month and then I'd have a terrible one. And, and that was pretty much before we had the internet too. So, I mean, I guess we had the internet, but we weren't leveraging the internet the way we do today. Right. So the way we do it today, the internet is gold, right? I mean, if you're not on the internet, you're doing it wrong. So I'm on the internet every day, right? But back then we didn't have that. It was just we were just taking ups on the on the lot. If they didn't come on the lot, guess what? We didn't we didn't sell anything that day, right? So, you know, but that was I, I I've always had a sales skill. That was the only skill, but I didn't want to sell perfume. I didn't want to sell vacuum cleaners. I didn't want to sell, you know, cars, whatever, right? I, it, so I wasn't thinking sales when my daughter was born. So I said I need a skill. Right. So I went that's when I went to uh, school and, and, and became a structural designer. You know, I said, look, I, I did some drafting in high school. You know, it was the only thing I could think of. And, and so I was like, let's do it. You know, and I was on track. I mean, 
I was accepted to Rice University, you know, um, Prairie View A&M. Uh, they wanted me to go to those schools. Prairie View was going to give me a full ride. Uh, but ultimately, I had to work. <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have time to go to college. I was trying to raise a kid, you know, and so so I had to work. But um, then when the, when 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 I lost my job, nobody was hiring, man. I hated my last boss. I couldn't stand that dude. He was a racist prick. You know, I, I just didn't like him. And and I had to work with him every day. I was miserable. I was literally miserable. That was back in in 08, 09, Right. And I had been looking for a job for six months prior to him telling me he couldn't afford my salary anymore, you know, and and I couldn't find work. So so then I was like, shit, I need another skill. I don't have any other skills that, you know. So so what I do, I went and acquired a skill. It didn't take forever, man. I took a two year course in one year. If you're dedicated and you want something, you just have to push the gas to the floor and go. I, I went to that school. I promise you, I went day and night, five days a week, man. And 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 I took that two year course in one year. That's how long it took me to get, you know, all my certifications and stuff uh, to to go to go go in the work field, you know. Um, and and it was hard to find a job at first. No one. They're like, you know, you need experience. I'm like, well, how am I get experience? But somebody finally gave me an opportunity. You know, I just I just pressed. You know, I just pressed until someone said, OK, and um, and that was it, man. But yeah, the, the skill, you know, all these people, they they going to get liberal arts degrees and shit that does not pay the bills, man. You got to have a skill, something, something that 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 not everybody can do. Actually, everybody can do anybody can do air conditioning, man, if you take the time to learn the skill. But you can't just walk out, out of your house one day and be like, I'm gonna fix air conditioners. Right. You can't do that. You got to go learn how to do it. So, you know, find something that's in high demand. And and, and I, I suggest that you look at things. This this COVID-19 teaches you a lot. Right. Because what who, who stayed working? What they called essential workers. Right. The stuff that can't stop. You need to think like that. You got to think. What what am I going to do that the economy can't take away from me? Where am I needed? No matter what, that's called a skilled profession that not everybody can do, that there's a low demand for. Go find it. Find something that you feel like, you know what? I could do that and then go do it. Right. That's that's what I think. You're right, dude. You're very right. And, and that's how I see it. Like when I'm at home and I'm like doing the show or, or uh, talking to somebody else. Cause I've been meeting so many people by doing the show. Like tomorrow I'm going to be interviewing a podcast that they have a lot of people and I'm going to talk about education. Cause that's one of them is that is my skill education. So I'm like proud that he picked me and I'm going to be on the show tomorrow. So that's good. And then on Sunday I have somebody from India, a multimillionaire from India that I'm going to have him here in the show. So I'm like, this is something that I love because I'm not only pushing for for me but i'm pushing for others like me and you right now we're pushing for other people to watch and and and, and take notes and be like all right like you said COVID 19 i'm here so my skill was at the office and i knew how to use computer so think about it virtual assistants why don't you become a virtual assistant why don't you reach out a ceo or something or somebody like yourself or my hey you know do you need your help do you need any help 
Uh, I can start with no pay, but I'm good at this and that. And then you just show what you got. And then after that, you you come and then the, me or yourself or somebody else start paying you whatever it is that you work. But you have to work your mind because if you just stay quiet and just stay into everything is back to normal, I mean, nothing is going back to normal as you know it. You're not gonna, you're not gonna achieve yourself. You're gonna go crazy on the head, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, something happened to the it's volume, crazy. Jesus. I'm having a hard time uh hearing you a little bit. Maybe you could it's like your mic went okay. down. I don't, I'm not sure if you can hear me as well as I can hear you, but maybe we got I can a little hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, let me see if it's on my end. Maybe maybe I got a little too hectic. No, my my turned all the way up. Anyway, I can still hear you. I just, I, your volume went down. I just, <laughs> I don't know why. But uh, yeah, someone said skills to pay the skills pay the bills, and that's that's facts. I I agree with that a hundred percent. You know, you got to have a skill, man. You know, my daughter, she says she want to be a writer. I said that's cool. You can be a writer, but we're not going to college for eight years to be a writer. You know. If you know basic English and, and how to write a paragraph and how to punctuate realistically, you just have to have a story to tell. <laughs> you, you know, you got to have a story to tell. You don't need to go to college for that. But that's just going to that's just going to accrue debt. You know, you're going to you're going to get all this debt and you're never going to be able to pay it back. And it's hard to be a writer, you know. But I mean, but these days, I mean, a, a lot of these Amazon bestsellers are just people who published a book and put it on Amazon started selling the book you know you heart you know you harness the internet and and push the book out there you know and, and you don't need a college degree for that in my opinion that's my opinion folks that's just i mean i know some people are like oh no you got to go to you need a bachelor's degree or a master's you know and, and hey that's cool but i'm just saying in my opinion th these days if you ain't going to school to be no lawyer a doctor uh an engineer an architect Something like that, like a skilled, you know, that, you know, you want to go to outer space or something, you know what I'm saying? Then there's no reason to get a four-year degree. I mean, I've got a two-year degree, but what I do, I went to school and I got a skill. And and the skilled workers are the ones out here working and making the money. You know, I make more money than most engineers. I'm not saying there's no engineers, someone out there, engineer listening to this. It, you know, I understand there's some that are highly paid. Right. But most engineers make 80 to 100 K a year. That's it. And they went to school for four years and then they had to then they had to do four years of apprenticeship before they could go take a test to get the P.E. initials in front of their names. So that's that's eight years of your life. And and after you got it, you're making 80 grand, you know. A, a good two-year degree, the electricians, the plumbers, the HVAC guys, you know, you can make that. You can make that easy working for somebody, you know, as an employee. Not everybody's an entrepreneur either, you know. Not everybody has the, the mindset to be that. But if you're a hustler, man, you can make 80 to 100K as an employee in any one of those fields I just listed. And you don't need eight years to, to get right. in there. You know, you're right, man. That's what I learned from a lot of other people. I said, man, sometimes, like you said, I don't want to be an entrepreneur. 
but where you at show show that uh, that you're just not an employee show us the owner that you want more ask them questions they're gonna know and you can make money man easily you can get out of the out of um out of there and then you start with that money that you win and you can open your own business if that's what you want if not like you said not everybody's an entrepreneur invest real estate make something that you're gonna have money for your kids for, for yeah real estate yes, that's what now. i'm pushing yeah. on i'm telling my kids like hey you know you might want to consider real estate because i mean everything in this world that happens comes from a purchase someone's gonna sell it you know and i think real estate you know you can do flips you can do buying holds you know uh my air conditioning business is really a launch for my investor business right and you know we're gonna use this we're gonna build this to a certain point make sure it's good and when it's running like a well-oiled machine i'm gonna start investing i'm gonna start buying up real estate you know i mean that's just where i'm going uh, it, but it's it's steps you gotta have a long term and it needs to be far out there right you know i mean your your goals are or your wherever you're going it's got to be so far beyond your imagination like you got to really see it and then you just got to know how you're getting there what path are you taking now the course may change along the way right but you just keep going right and and you'll get there that's it but you got to know where you're going and you got to know what you got to do in order to get there and then you just got to do it put it into action you know so that's it man you know investing all that and realtors they can come out of high school and go take their real estate course you know and start selling houses it might be hard because they're young and some people you know don't want to buy from a kid or something i don't know you know what i mean but but um but you went you you did something you you did say something right that i heard yesterday too i don't know from who i forgot but i was watching a video i think i was reading a book because i'm reading a book books like crazy right now to learn and apply and um I, I put your goals sometimes that the goals are you think that they're gonna be not accomplishable because they're so high but that means that you're pushing harder that means that you want it even though that goal may take two three years but along the way you're making those other mini goals so easy that you don't even mm -hmm. know about it you just like ping ping and you feel so great and you're looking at that big goal and like, I'm gonna get you. But the small ones, they're like gone. So that's like mm -hmm. something, something good that people should do. You know, put something big, but don't be. That's why people are afraid. Why would I want to put something big? And their mindset, their fear. When I'm not gonna accomplish it, that's because you're thinking the other way. Don't think that way. Put it and go for it. Who cares if your family and friends telling you that you're crazy because that's something that you're never gonna accomplish. No, is you the one who's gonna accomplish? Is you the one who's gonna run that vehicle that's gonna make it happen? But if you don't work towards that goal, you're gonna stay. And I'm not saying that you know average or anything is is not good. There's a lot of people that want to stay that way. I'm 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 happy. I have friends like that. I know yourself. You have friends like that that they want to stay like that. They don't want to move up and down. They want to stay. I'm happy, man. If they're happy, I'm happy. Yeah, no, that's true, man. You know, here, here's here's how I feel about that is that if you don't have the idea in your head, you, you will never achieve it. You can't achieve something that you haven't thought. 
I mean, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't open a box of bicycle parts, say I'm going to build a bicycle and, and, and open that box and build a house, right? It, it just doesn't, you know, it doesn't work like that. Now, if I need a bicycle to get to work, to make the money to build the house, you see where I'm going with that? It's, it's you know, you got to have, it's okay. You, you understand it. It might not be tomorrow, but if you don't have that goal, that dream, that thought in your head, it's impossible to achieve. So my opinion is that you should think and dream about the biggest things in the world and then figure out what it looks like, what it tastes like, what it smells like to be there or to be in that place. And then start thinking like, well, how does someone get there? What do they have to do to achieve that? And then you start finding a path and you start like as you're, you don't even realize it, but when you're just thinking about it, you're like, okay. And then next thing you know, you're doing some of those things that you're like, okay, I got to do this. Okay. And then you're going that way. And then it's, but it, it's, it's taking you to that dream, you know, but you, you gotta, you gotta have the dream in order to achieve it. You know, your brain is a powerful thing and it, and, and it filters things out. If something's irrelevant to you, it just passes you by. You know, there may be opportunities flying in front of your face every day and you don't see them because they're irrelevant to you because you haven't thought about that opportunity. But if you're thinking about a dream or a goal and then an opportunity comes, it stops right in front of your face and you're like, oh, yeah, I've been looking for that. I need that. Let me get that. And you grab it, right? So you seize opportunity when it's relevant to your brain. So the opportunities are always there. Opportunities are surrounding us every single day. And, and, and it's just a matter of we don't see them because we're not thinking about them. You know, we're not thinking like that. So you, you got to open up your mind, folks. Yeah, man, very right, man. I, I I was uh saying that when before I started, you know, the show right now, like how we miss going on Wednesdays <laughs> through through the restaurant. Oh yeah, uh, I talked to Zach. You talking about Midpoint um, in Katy? Yeah, mid, Midpoint. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I talked to Zach the other day, and uh, he said, you know, he owns Midpoint and he owns uh, Drix, which is on Mason Road in Katy. So he said he can open up drinks this weekend. So I think today actually um, for dine-in and stuff. Uh, so he he asked me to come out there um, this weekend. Maybe I'll go do that. And then um, he can't open Midpoint until like May 17th, I guess, because Midpoint's a bar yeah, and Drix is a restaurant with a bar. I don't know. Same thing to me, but um, – me you know too. it uh so so yeah i'll go support zach probably this weekend up at drix go over there have a couple of drinks maybe eat something and um uh, and you know say hello yeah i haven't even ate there i know which one you're talking about so drix, I'll, I'm it's, try to the go food's to. actually pretty good and then they got a little small place so they got like a bar side and then they got like a a restaurant side and the restaurant side has like a little small place where the kids can go play 
you know, got a little like um, jungle gym in there or something, a couple of arcades maybe uh, that the kids can, you know, go hang out while the adults hang out. Uh, so it's, it's pretty cool. It's definitely different from from Midpoint. But uh, but it's still it's yes it's it's nice. The food's actually very decent there. Yeah, I, I'm trying. You know, before even the COVID, I was trying to go to different restaurants that I have never been or tried because I'm always like, oh, that's nasty, or I don't want to try that. I haven't like I haven't even tried it. Give it a try. You never know if you're gonna like it or not. I guess it's just like business. Hey, I want to start that business. Give it a try. You never know mm -hmm. if it's gonna happen or not. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I just thought about you know, that. <laughs> I think the I think the the barbershop opened today. And I'm definitely like hey, way me, past due. I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> so I oh you should wear my hat. <laughs> my I have my wife cut mine one time, but we just cut it all one length. And um I went and I cut my brother's hair. I don't know if you saw that, but I, I cut my brother's I, hair. Uh, I used to cut his hair all the time. And uh, so I guess they were going to take pictures or something. So I cut his hair and um, uh, I said, man, it must be nice to be able to get a haircut. I said, it, it kind of sucks that I have to be the talent all the time. You know, <laughs> I can't I can't cut my own <laughs> hair, you know, but uh, so so I'm probably, you know, if that barbershop's open, I'm probably going to go go up there and see if I can squeeze in or not. It's probably going to be bananas up there, man. Yeah, I call I call the barber that I met him like two years ago, and he was the he got in the, like you said you find a skill and you get but he got really really good at cutting hair, so mm -hmm. like he opened his own business. So I, I I actually remember his name and I found him in Facebook and I I texted him, hey man, I need a haircut Friday. He's like, yeah man, for sure. So I already got I already got it for tomorrow, so I'm gonna go get my fade tomorrow. So I'm happy about that. It's hope damn two months with no haircut. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to get a haircut, man. You know what's crazy is, you know, um, people talk about mental health and all that stuff. You know, I, I you know, sometimes I work <laughs> so much that I, I get a little shaggy, right? But I've never gone this long without a haircut. And I mean, I mean, like I said, we we cut it down once just so it didn't get out of control, but um but it's not the same as a haircut, man. You know, when I go get a haircut, I feel like a brand new me. You know, like I mean, I just I just it 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 elevates my confidence and everything. It's just it's something different about a, a fresh haircut that you can't replace. I don't know how they didn't consider uh barbershops essential, man, because <laughs> that's I mean, man, that's it plays a part on on how you feel about yourself. When you look in the mirror and you're like, man, I need a, you know, you pulling out like, I got these feathers right here. I don't, I don't know how to, but I got these yeah, feathers look. and they roll up on me because <laughs> I wear sunglasses, and and I can't that that drives me insane. I just want to chop them off, you know. But uh, it's you know, I think barbershops next next time next time they do this, this to us in 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 October, <laughs> you know, they need to make barbershops essential. So. So that we can uh, go get a haircut. I know, man. That's crazy. They shouldn't have done that, man. Like right before the COVID-19, I was like, I'm going to get my haircut. And then I was like, I don't think this stuff is going to get, you know, like we're right now. 
So I'm like, all right, next Friday, and then boom, it's like no more. The, they're, they're locked down. I was like, ah, oh, that sucks. I'm like, man, yeah. should have went instead of I, thinking. I about was it. about <laughs> due for a haircut right when they shut it down, and and I, I missed I missed that opportunity as well. So. Yeah, I, I feel you. It's been like two months since I've had a good haircut, man. It's driving me crazy. Yeah, I hate the little things right here, you know. And then I, my white hair, you can see it here. <laughs> yeah, it's not my because grays of are stress. Definitely popping, man. The longer my hair gets, the more my gray shows. Um, I know the ladies are upset, too, because they can't get their nails done and they're waxing, you know, and, and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> so... Uh, and, and their color too. Some of them ladies are are like sticklers about that color, you know, because if that root starts popping out and they don't like it, you know. So I, I know all the ladies are are wanting the salons to open back up and the nail shops to open back up and everything like that. So it's it's uh been been quite a oh, experience yeah. for a couple of months, right? So we went back to the Stone yeah, Age, right? And now too. Yeah, and that's that's good thing that 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 to learn when you know anything gets even worse later on that you're used to or you you can get back up. You know, if yeah. anything happens even worse, you know, like you got that idea. Well, if the water turns off, you have an idea. Well, I can invest on a little machine or something where I can take a bath, you know, easily. Or or if the food or something you run out, you buy the little stoves that you could just connect with a battery. So it's a lot of things that that. I didn't even think about it. My sister was here at my house a couple of weeks, like two weeks ago, and she was like, hey, man, you need to think about, you know, if anything happens, you invested on all these things just in case, you know, the lot or anything, you're ready to go. She was like, I'm ready to go. I already invested in all that. I'm like, damn, you did? I'm like, yeah, man. I mean, I know my, the stuff might be there for a long time, but you never know. If it does happen, I'm ready. I was like, damn, you're right. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you definitely uh, start start figuring out what's what's most important and what's not, you know. So that was good. Oh, yeah. But I mean, I wanted to interview you like live, like because since we're here in Houston, not like here we're doing it on the computer. <laughs> but I know that when we get back to outside and everything, I'll definitely do it again. But live, you know, at your place right there where you at. Oh yeah, we can come here, man, uh, or wherever. It don't matter to me. I've done, I've done, yeah. I've done shows on, um, at a coffee shop. I mean, that was the show. It was a coffee, it was a coffee show, you know? Yeah. And, um, I've done a show at the, uh, FM radio station. Uh, I've done a show, uh, uh, at, 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 at a, at a kind of like a, well, they had like a, a broadcast room. It was kind of like that, but it was a Facebook live. That was my first show. Um, but this is the first one that I've done like this, where it's, you know, we're not in the same room. We're just on a live chat. And uh, I mean, <clears throat> it's not terrible, but I understand what you're saying. It, when you're in the same room, it the whole atmosphere elevates, you know, but yes. I tried to be it, it, I tried it, it, to be, uh, you know, uh, energized when I came on. You know, I tried to bring energy to no, the show, were, but, you know, hopefully I did all you right. Oh, you did, man. It's like I was telling who I did uh Vincent. I did Vincent. I did uh what's her name? Um Alicia. And I tell him, man, we live in Houston. I was gonna get you live, you know, before this, but it's okay. I mean, when we get back to our movie, we do it again. 
I mean, we had a lot of views going up and down right now. So I know when we go really live, we're going to get more viewers. And it's getting crazy. I mean, well, I've been doing it now since I'm using StreamYard. Um, we're everywhere right now. I'm We're Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, you name it. So we're live one time, but we're everywhere. So that's why I like this, you know, so kind of. I was telling people we're serving others right now that we're home. We're trying to help others, you know, how they can start something, how not to get that fear. And it's not about us, you know, it, but sometimes, you know, you it had to be about you. You got to think about yourself, too. But right now, if we can, you know, plant that seed to somebody and that they can start something or they got any questions. I mean, they I mean, I tell them you, you can text me, find me on my Facebook. That's fine. I mean, mind, you know, throwing something out there if you need any help. Yeah, for sure. That's, I mean, always trying to help others elevate. You know, the more people that we we can elevate, the better society we live in, right? I mean, you know, somebody who's down, you want to pick them up, lift them up, show them the way. I mean, you, you all you can do is show them. I mean, you can't make them do nothing, you know, but they can't say that no one ever, you know, tried to help or tell them or show them or, you know. I, like I said, when I started my business, I my last check was zero dollars, and I'm not playing. I'm, it's not a joke. It was zero, and I said, "Okay, here we go. <laughs> Let's go." You know, and I just, man, I just did it. You know, I just went after it. And I, you have to be aggressive. You know, you can't, you can't like be lazy about it. You know, because you'll fall on your face too. You know, it's easy to fall on your face. But if you're aggressive and the, the passion and the desire is there, you know, then then you'll be all right. Just be aggressive and go get it. And survival at the fittest, you know. Yeah, there's gonna, there's gonna be no wall for you, man. We just gotta fight it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. True. All right, man. Well, I gotta um, I gotta hop you. off here. Um, I, I got some things I got to get done today. Um, but I, I appreciate you, uh, inviting us on the show. Um, if anybody wants to reach us, no uh, for air conditioning services, you can reach us at 713-732-7007. Uh, we're 24 seven, um, you know, whenever you need it. So just give us a call. We'll be there. Gotcha. And I mean, anybody that comes to me and they need any air conditioning or anything, I'll send them to you, man. Absolutely. I'll text you later on today because I'm working on something else that is going to be off. You know, I I'll let you know. Okay, cool. All right, boss. All right. See you. And you have a good day. <laughs> Boom. And that's it, man. I told you, today's show was going to be great. What we talked about today, I hope you got it. You wrote some notes because I know I didn't have my notebook here, but I kept the things that he said. And I was like, ah, I need that. I can work that on myself, on, on my business or on me, personal development. Let me write it down. My notebook's over there. And I'm going to do that. Write them down. And later on, I'm going to apply it. Not later on, but whenever I see the feet, on what I'm doing, I'm gonna I'm gonna apply it. So I hope you saw saw this, 
if you were watching it live thank you very much if you're watching it if you watch this replay thank you very much for you too guys and and um write notes man write notes apply uh take the aha moments if you saw it like i said we're going out there and, and serving others not only for me and mr bryson but we're trying to help anybody out there we're in the relationship business so it's better just not to be salesy and be telling you right now hey you know you want to join me and this and that and you know what blah 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 no man it's better to have a relationship heart a, a good relationship and and we can move on man because I, you know me i get to know you we'll build that that relationship and then we can talk about our businesses or we can talk whatever you need you know i'm doing this or this is what i do maybe somebody on your list may want what i have or maybe somebody in your list may want what i'm doing so it's a good but first let's build that relationship you know it's better than you know and, and keep your customers and clients happy always man always even if you have five or ten if you just started you have ten customer or even one keep on on the lookout hey man is the service that i gave you or the product that i gave you was it good is it any anything that was wrong or, or send them a card you know you don't have to pu push them every day but me you know in the every another month pass and you're like hey so everything good they might they they, they can refer you hey man jesus you know everything went good i'm using what you're doing i taught myself and i'm learning and i actually bought an idea and whatever it is that you're doing but you build that relationship not only with with everybody but you build that relationship with your clients with your customers with and always and, and keep it strong and that's always going to be word of mouth and referrals so thank you very much guys for for being in the show and the push power to power show today and i mean it was an amazing show i learned something new i hope you learned something new so tomorrow i'm gonna be on on, a, on another show so i'll I'll post it into there so y'all don't miss it. And I can go out there and watch me on another podcast show. I'm going to be, I'm going to get interviewed in another podcast show by Mr. Manny Wolf. So I'm excited about that. That's going to be at 1 p.m. tomorrow. So I'll actually let y'all know about that. But thank you very much again. Whew. And y'all yeah, enjoy your Thursday, the last day of April, April 30. You do what you got to do today. Enjoy it. And Keep on moving forward and dream so big that everything else in the bottom is going to be easy and swipeable. I say easy and swipeable because you're thinking so much big that all the other things, yeah, there's going to be little toughness in here and there, but you're still going to make it happen. Boom, 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 no matter, no matter how long it takes you, but you will make it happen. Right? Love you. Have a blessed, blessed Thursday. Your boy Jesus Ortiz. Bracho Bajera de Media, your constant media group, and the Jesus Ortiz blog. We are out. Peace out.